0: Please enter Room 2008.
1: After you suck that down, <laughs> all right.
2: I might have to take a urination break in the middle of the story, but I'll try Let's to go, just it.
1: go. Just go ahead real quick, because um, okay, I- Amityville, you said you had one, right?
0: Oh, I do, I do. Um, Peter, you can
1: go ahead. All right, and
0: I'll, go, I'll go. Peter Okay,
1: take the off the lily.
0: So, um, I went to college at um. Uh, anyway, I went to college. I won't say. <laughs> so I went to at, college at, at Amityville University. University. Yeah, I, I went to college <laughs> but I guess like all colleges I don't know if all I don't know if your college had like I'm a not notorious my ghost you didn't name yours. my college was extremely old like back to like 1860s very old the original structures um, parts of it were used as like a hospital during the Civil War wow. like very old and that's probably one thing that drew me to it because I was already interested in it for that sake um a legend on campus is that there's I, there was the trope of the nurse falls in love with the soldier she's helping um and that uh she gets him back to health and during the hospital days when it was used as a hospital he goes off to war he dies and never returns to her and as a result that she hangs herself from the bell tower mm. that is one of the main focuses of like the college to this day like that's all the pictures are of this bell tower um but anyway and so it's what's told to you know freshmen coming in that she still haunts the building to this day and it's used as a dormitory and I was like I'm getting into that dormitory whatever I have to do I'm going to get into that one it's like the sorority dorm because it's a very small college we didn't have like dorm sorority houses we had um, floors. So, like, you'd go to this yeah. dorm that's haunted and each sorority would have a floor. And so, uh, I got in, you know, did all the rush and stuff and got into the sorority I wanted. All the hazing. And, all the hazing. Like, we had hazing. Really? Oh, yeah, we hazed.
3: Like bacon cookies. It's horrible.
0: I'm not going <laughs> to tell you what we did because they'll come after me because it was hazing to this day.
3: <laughs> but we
0: did hazing. However, um... It's fine. It was great. We built the <laughs> It was fine. But anyway, but we, that. we were on we a lot on of
2: the, markers and signs. <laughs> it was fine.
0: We were on the fourth floor. So we were on the highest floor you could go before you got to um, the top role. floor that nobody was on. So basically, it was so old that the top floor where nobody slept was just open floor. There was no walls. Like it was just an open, barren floor. And it'd be the floor that back in the day, all the ladies in the college, that's, they'd go to that floor to sleep. There's no central heating and air. Mm. And the windows would have, um, they'd open the windows for the breeze, and everybody slept on that very top floor. God, which was awesome.
3: mosquitoes. Can you imagine?
0: But that was also where you had access to the clock tower, the bell tower. So I was in the dorm with the ghost, if you will. And so she was known to like, she would tug on freshmen's, Like she'd tug on your hair because it was the freshman door and they changed it. That's irrelevant. But she'd tug on your hair. She'd leave like water faucet opens. Like you'd hear footsteps. Um, And so I was totally into it. So anyway, one night my roommate went off to go stay the night with her boyfriend, so I was alone. And then my um, sorority sister across the hall from me, her roommate was going to go stay with her boyfriend, so she was going to be alone. So we were going to have to spend the night. It was just going to be us on the hall. Everybody was off doing something for the weekend, and it was just us. Yeah, they were doing
3: something.
0: They were doing some stuff. But we decided to stay, and so we were going to have a a slumber party in her Mm -hmm. room. So we went across the hall to her room, and we were staying up, whatever. It was great, fun time. And so about, I don't know what time, but about middle of the night, uh, we hear footsteps coming down the hall, and it was tiled. So distinct footsteps coming down the hall. And I had locked my my dorm because, I don't know, I was paranoid I'm going to lock my doors. Sure. So I locked my doors. And so um, I was like, oh, that must be someone coming back. Maybe someone's coming back from doing something. Um. And so we were, we were up and so we heard them stop right outside my door. Cause I'm right across the room from where my dorm would have been. So they stopped right outside my door and the lights in the hallways were still on. Like we even saw the shadow, like somebody wow, was really? standing outside my door and my door opens and closes and so I'm thinking, oh, it's my roommate. She's right. come back early. You're across the hall. Because I'm across the hall. Yeah. It's my roommate. She's come back early. I'm going to go tell her where I am so she doesn't wonder where I am because she's assuming I'm going to be there. She's trying to be responsible. So I was like, I'll be right back. So I go across the hall and I go to knock on the door and I hear crying. Like deep, like ha- like not just like sniffles, like having to take huge breaths, like sobbing, crying. My first thought is, oh god, something's happened. Yeah. She's broke up with her boyfriend. Like that's why she's come back early. And I was like, do I? Like
3: I've got to have this conversation. Do uh, I? Go back to sleep? Do
0: I want to interrupt this? Do I? Does she just want to be alone? So I'm like, I'll just. Oh no! I'm just gonna knock. I'm gonna let her know I'm here. Maybe she wants to talk. She's she was the person who would have wanted to talk. I'll be the good friend. So I'm like, hey. <laughs> Like, you okay? And, like, just stopped. Immediately, like, crying stopped. There's no, like, there's no, like, lead down to it. Like, the noise immediately stops. And I was like, oh, she wants to be alone.
3: Yeah.
1: So, it's
0: like, uh, she didn't respond. Like, nothing. So, I was like, okay, so I'm just going to back off. I'm going to take that as a sign to leave her alone. So, I even went back across the hall to my who I was spending the night with. And I was like, she is crying. Like
3: someone down, she yeah. didn't
0: say anything. Like, I'm just going to leave her alone. I'll talk to her in the morning. And she was like, oh, they didn't break up. So we started talking about what could have happened. So the next morning I go into my room and my roommate is there, like she's there. So I was like, hey, how you doing? You okay? Like trying to lead into it. She's like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? what's up? So I was like, oh, she's trying to like, make yeah, not a big deal. That's like, you know, I heard you crying. Like, I was, that was me that knocked on the door. She's like, I wasn't. She's, but actually, she said, I was crying, but I didn't come home last night. I wasn't. Oh here. my God. I was like, what? And she said, Yeah, I never came home last night. I stayed with my boyfriend. I just got in like 30 minutes ago. So I was like, I heard you crying. And she's like, I didn't. It wasn't me. I didn't come home. So I was like, Holy shit. Who did I hear? So I went across to my sweet mates because we had. You know, we had rooms connected, so I thought maybe, mm. maybe a sweetmate was being extremely loud. So I went to my sweetmate. I was like, "Hey, were y'all okay? Like, did anybody was anybody crying in here?" And she's like, "Nobody was crying. I mean, I brushed my teeth. Maybe you heard the faucet." And I was like, "No, this was like, like
3: obvious. obvious so- like,
0: sobbing, bawling, like, like crying." So like your somebody roommate was didn't come home. That she night. says. To this day, she never came home that night. Nobody was crying in that room. So I was like, Oh my God,
3: like no. Who there
0: was, was it? Something I heard crying. crying. Something really? somebody was crying in that room.
1: And nobody I, else heard it?
0: Nobody else heard it. Like no like my suite mate says as she came back. Actually, we heard her come back that night from like she had gone out to a bar, so she came back. And this was like another set of footsteps. And it was like tile. We heard the footsteps. Both me and the girls with heard the footsteps she even said yeah we heard her come back we heard her open the door and close it i was the only one who went and so i was of course looking up the ghost who's notoriously haunting the halls and so all i could find was stuff about she pulls stupid stuff she pulls on your hair and she'll leave like physical
3: out. little stuff like, like stupid like yeah. she'll,
0: she'll nudge you but i found this one page that said she's known to sit on the edge of beds and cry oh my and I too I get goosebumps like still to I just this day goosebumps. like it was I saw that after I'd heard oh my god I had no idea that was a thing I couldn't sleep in that room for, for days I was terrified like it it threw me off and so it said she will weep on the edge of, of girls' beds wow and I was like oh my god and so ever since then that was it that was done I believe. I fully believe. like I heard, she came to my room and she cried wow like luckily i was not in there luckily i was spending the night with my friend or else
3: she'd have came in be like can i stay <laughs> here for a little bit dude that <laughs> is like uh... yeah
0: like it was sobbing like like awful crying
3: can you imagine talking to a ghost about her problems
0: i'm like <laughs> girl don't get me started <laughs> boys so <right>? i died. <laughs> wow, wow. But
2: yeah, that's so a, that's my personal experience. That's a good one. I wish
3: yeah. I wish we'd had you on next week to talk about that. That, was, that was perfect.
0: Bring me back. I'll just. That's a
3: serious. Uh, that's my I mean, only I, one, though. Well, I mean, how many should you have? Um, us <laughs> be real. Well, since
0: then, I've always kind of questioned. But since then, I'm like, okay, you got me. Ghosts have to be real. I heard something.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, you right. kind of it, it. Part of you kind of wants to experience it because. You want to have that, uh, you know, belief. Yeah. And if you don't experience it, it's all hearsay. But hearing a story like that, knowing you, like, I don't, there's no reason you would yeah. just come up with that. Like, that's just, uh, thank you for sharing. That's well, awesome. you are
0: welcome. There's my that's good. good
3: we'll be able to sleep tonight. That's cool. And
2: the fact right. that the neighbor had been crying about something in a separate place, that's weird, too.
0: I mean, she confessed. She's like, I was crying, but I wasn't here. Like, I was with my boyfriend. So she said she was crying, Basically, like, if time.
2: you want to talk about something, I'll, I'll I give I tried you
0: to insight. open it up. I was like, hey, I'm here. Like, what do you want to talk about? I heard you. she's like, I wasn't home. Like, wow. I came home at, like, 30 minutes ago.
2: Now that know. is creepy shit.
0: Yeah. Wow. That was my one experience.
1: Well, Peter, what about your creepy shit? Not the one you took earlier, but your paranormal experience.
2: <laughs> 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 There's always toilet humor somewhere in here. Uh, okay, so I was taking a shit. There last time. I uh, told another uh, story of the woods uh, where I grew up. Uh, you know, a little kind of trailer to the to our final episode of the month. But we focused so much on the land that tonight I kind of wanted to focus on the house that I grew up in. Um, uh, so. It all goes back to, uh, I, I guess, I guess a little background. And I think I might, I might have discussed this a little bit on a previous episode, but my dad served two terms in Vietnam, and he had a very specific job. He and two other guys would sneak behind enemy lines, locate the enemy, and then call in uh, airstrike coordinates and napalm the whole site and try to get out you know, fast enough before the ground melted. Yeah, it's a um,
3: minimum wage job right there
2: right so <laughs> <laughs> wow. so some, somehow my dad survived all of that unscathed and uh so when he came back home in a small town the town I grew up in uh I think I said it before but I'll I'll, I'll I won't say it now but uh so this town being famous for you know being cursed and witches and whatnot it's famous for that so he comes back from Vietnam and he's like he's like the toughest guy around those parts right It's, it's not even a town. it's like hillbilly country and there might be like a country store or like you know uh, you know a good bit away but accessible but uh, so there was an incident um, at, and uh, in the neighborhood with this this old lady had this house. And the house, when you would ring the doorbell, the it would make the lights inside flicker. The reason for that is she had a daughter that was deaf, mm-hmm. and the daughter would see the lights, and she would know. But she had some sort of uh, degenerative disease, and as she grew up, she eventually went blind too. And she lived in the, ups, uh, in the upstairs of this old lady's house. And she went crazy in that room uh, uh, after, after she started going blind. And then, so, uh, me and my brother talked about this story uh, the other day. She apparently uh, scared everyone, uh, scared her mother and everyone in the neighborhood because she locked herself in her room and would not come to the door. So the bravest guy in the community, my Giga Chad dad, fresh back from Vietnam, they go to him and they're like, "Can you get a ladder and like climb up into the into her upstairs room and just check on her?" So my dad, he goes, "Sure." Hold my beer. Yeah, uh-huh. he's got he his Chris Pratt arm. Sorry, brought it back. Just hey, uh,
3: Drinking Bud Light. Like.
2: Sorry, no, almost <laughs> fucked it up. So anyway. <laughs> So he gets Over the step ladder, line. and he's, you know, he went through all that Vietnam stuff, and he kind of felt funny doing this. Like, he, there, was, there was a little bit of hesitance. Puts the ladder up there, and he climbs up, and he pushes the window open and moves the curtains, and she's right there looking at him. No. No. With a blank stare in her face. That's scary. Don't like that. So he's silent. And he waits until she, like, fidgets to the other side of the room. And then he gets in and unlocks it. He went in. And he sneaks by her. The The only source of light is through the window. And he creeps by and he unlocks the door and saves the day, right? But I grew up in that house after the old lady had passed we we had uh, bought the property and we moved in and so it's like one part is the is the oldest part of the house that was just one story and then they they added on an additional two-story side we never went to that two-story side growing up we never did we just used it as storage we would never go in there because if you go into that room and you look at the walls before this this lady went blind she was writing crazy stuff on the walls that is still there to this day. I'll have to get some pictures for a future episode. But, uh, I mean, it's painful for me to even go back to this property. But on the walls, she was writing – She, I guess she got her heart broken or something. She was writing like uh, you know, like a, a love letter or something, and it would go up the wall and continue on the ceiling. Swear to God. Like just a straight line all the yeah, way up. Yeah, yeah, just continuous writing. And uh we just used that as storage. We would never go in there. And I remember there were times where I would show up at the house. And I would look up at that window. And, you know, maybe it was my mind playing tricks on me. But I would see a lady in that window. Mm. Mm. And, and my brother's seen it multiple times. And we just, we were like, we, we just permanently locked the door to that side of the house.
0: I wouldn't go in the house.
2: Right. So that's, <laughs> So that's the house, okay? That's the house. That's the first part. That's the first little story. I have a second part here uh, that involves that house. Well, I just happened to be in the house when this phenomenon uh, occurred to uh, to me. And it's it's also happened to my brother and some other people that I know in my life. And it's a phenomenon popularly known as the sleep paralysis demon. Has anybody ever heard of this? I have. Okay, so... I have uh, I have I was reading some stuff on it earlier and there's all this medical stuff and, you know, psychology stuff about it. And uh, most people that I know that have had this experience uh, have seen they like you wake up while you're asleep. And you can't move your body. I've had that happen
3: I've had that happen to me several times.
0: Really? Is this kinda of like
3: a panic attack in your sleep and you wake up and you can't move? Well
0: you're right. because you can't move. Like I've pun- I've punched a
3: hole in the wall before.
1: Oh
2: damn.
0: But it's like you as you know, like when you go to sleep your body but- Sorry, was that, it, you? <laughs> that was me. Was that <laughs> the I talk with it? my hand. <laughs> um, when you when you go to sleep, your body releases this chemical that basically that does paralyze you, so that when you have dreams, you don't move around, so you oh. don't so you're not supposed to get up. So whenever you take I don't know, whenever you take naps and you feel kind of sluggish, mm. it's kind of like that effect. So like when you go to sleep, technically you are in a sense weirdly paralyzed. Yeah. So when you wake up, your body hasn't. Your body if you're hasn't You're your up. dream.
3: You're twitching. You're you not have woke up consciously,
0: but your body is still paralyzed because it's it's got that. I don't know if it's a hormone or enzyme or whatever, what have you. But that's why you're still paralyzed because your body literally puts... your mind. You put yourself to sleep. You put your body yeah,
2: to wow, sleep. As you okay. Sleep. Okay. So like the the Fun ghost talk. the ghost story <laughs> aspect of this is I think that uh, what a lot of people are seeing. Drink. Is Thanks. the same thing Thanks. that visits people periodically. Um, you know, like Freddy Krueger or some shit. In a way, you know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So a lot of people have seen this as like an old person, typically an old woman that appears in your room and you can't move. You can't move. Mm. This happened. This happened to me in a dream, and it was a very hectic time. I was, I believe, I was in the tenth grade. And I was very academic back then. I was trying to make valedictorian. I was trying to make perfect grades. So I, I studied vigorously and really paid attention to my studies. And uh, so I had weird sleeping hours. I get home from school every day, and oh, i would be, oh, back. Back then, you had weird sleeping hours. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. I, I would go to sleep right when I got home and then I would wake up at, you know uh, uh, like super early in the morning and, and uh, you know have some hours to do things before I went to school like maybe study for a quiz that day or whatever
0: more dedication than I had
2: oh man <laughs> it was it was, it was, doing... <laughs> it was rough That's crazy well I remember I remember on this particular day uh, I, I told my mom because she always stayed up late and I was like Bob, if you're going to be up around two a.m., wake me up if my alarm doesn't wake me up, because I need I need to study for this final. It was a, it was a midterm or final. It was a big deal, um, and I remember it being like mathematics. So I was that was my that was my main subject, and I was like super serious about it, uh, you know, as a nerd. Um, so I remember I went to sleep and I was in a deep slumber. And I remember waking up in my bed, and I could not move. And I, I like kind of, I could kind of move my neck, and I kind of tilted yeah. my head. I could kind of yeah. look down at my body. Couldn't move mm-hmm. my feet. Couldn't yeah. move my feet at all. And I was like, "Oh my god, I've had a stroke, or you know, something." Oh. I, I like I'm uh, I I need I need hospital <laughs> to that. Yeah. I need a doctor. But then, this is this is this is so. This was so PTSD for me because, you know, I grew up in, uh, I mean, not only was it a cursed town, but I lived in the outskirts of this cursed town in crazy hillbilly meth town. Like it was just, it was like a Cormac McCarthy novel. I've said that before. (laughs) So I remember waking up and not being able to move and being freaked out, but back then, we had, we had dogs, right? And we lived out in the middle of nowhere. If the dogs started barking, that meant there was an intruder. So, like, when I heard a dog bark, that was, like, a high alert situation, right? Right. So, as I'm unable to move, I hear the dogs raising hell, like, going nuts. Oh, and then I'm, like, suddenly alarmed. And then I hear my mom shout. And she goes, There's someone here. Get the shotgun. And you know, we had like a we had like a rifle or a shotgun and pretty much leaning up against every corner of the house. Oh my god. I mean that's how that's how things were. So I remember suddenly I could move once I heard her voice. And I jumped up and I grabbed the shotgun. And I I ran up to the front door because I was gonna run out the front door and face the intruder but as soon as i opened the door i remember this clear as day there's an old woman standing there and she looked strangely familiar i looked at i looked at her in her eyes and i felt like i was like oh uh, who uh, don't i know you and then i realized i looked down i didn't have the shotgun wow she did and she blasted me in the chest and this is the most realistic part because i fell back and in our living room there in the corner was a an old big ass box tv that had a, you know it was part vhs player you know what i mean the one unit and i don't know why we did this but on top of it was a a, a vase with some flowers in it and water we had standing water on top of our electronics <laughs> i remember falling <laughs> And hitting my head on the entertainment uh, center, and that vase, the flowers and water spilling over my head. And I looked down at my chest, and I could see the severity of my wounds. I mean, there was holes all in my chest. I could see the blood. I could feel the holes. And I panicked. I panicked. And I looked up, and she was just standing there looking at me, right? Wow. All right. This is a true story, ladies and gentlemen. My brother corroborated all of it, you know, because the fog of aging is a crazy thing. But I remember this very vividly. I woke up from the sleep paralysis dream at that moment in my bed again. And I woke up feeling my chest and panicking. There were tears in my eyes. I was bugging out. And then I realized that, oh, that had, that had just been a dream. I look at the clock, and it's almost 2 o'clock, the time when I wanted to get up, right? Right. I walk into the living room, there's my mom, she's watching TV, she's still awake, and I'm like, mom, I just had the worst, the most realistic worst dream of my entire life. And before she could say anything to me, the phone rings. My dad had been working the night shift at a catfish farm where he constantly would drive a truck around the ponds and check temperatures and all that. Well, she saw that number. She picks up the phone, and you know what the first thing she says is? I swear to God, she goes, oh my God, is he dead? And the guy on the other end, I hear his voice, my dad's coworker. He had a bad wreck and he's hurt low. They're taking him to the hospital. And what had happened was. (laughs) No, it's funny. This is true. (laughs) No, 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 no. It takes a weird turn. It takes a weird turn, I assure you. He he managed, he somehow lived, but he had to like have a colostomy bag for a while. Like it, it, it fucked up his intestines. Your, your, th-
1: your dad or who? yeah
2: in the, in the wreck he that he had a wreck and that actually happened to him but the wreck happened exactly at the same time as i had that crazy ass dream wow. with with this entity so come to learn later on uh, and he eventually had corrective surgery and uh you know he was all fixed up but it turns out that that same that same kind of injury Oh, and the way that happened, he was driving on the fish farm and he was fiddling with the the stick shift knob and the stick shift knob fell off. And something happened and he flipped the truck multiple times. The gear shift, the knobless gear shift went up his ass. stop. Yeah, and punctured his lower intestine and he almost bled out. But anyway, he had to have a colostomy for a while. He had the surgery and, and lived through it. But what made that story so crazy is that this like a similar injury happened to my grandfather, who I never met. He died way before, but he was cutting cane in the forest, and he cut he cut this piece of cane and it left like a you know a, a jagged you know uh, piece sticking up. He slipped and fell, and it went up his ass. Wow! And punctured his lower intestine. Wow! And. He almost died. Somehow he lived. The old timers were tough, man. Fast forward to the future where uh, I was riding somewhere with my mom.
0: Did you fall on something and it go up your ass? (laughs) What was his name?
2: I I remember I was really into drawing. (laughs) I remember I was really into drawing back then. And I I like to use sharpened number two pencils. And I like to get them real sharp. Alright. We were on a we were on a road trip and you know I was drawing Sharp while mom and, was driving. We we stop at a gas station. I'm like, dull. you know what? I want some jerky. We run in. And as soon as I sit back in the car. Stop. It doesn't go up my ass. It went up your ass. It jabbed yeah. into my ass cheek, this the pencil, and no. it broke off. Not the lid, the no. wood of the pencil broke. Dude, ass.
3: no, you're getting your stories mixed up, man. It hasn't happened
2: yet. <laughs> anyway, I was going to say to my brother, <laughs> on to him. He just has bad hemorrhoids. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, your asses! So, uh, you so get,
0: wait, did that this... whole
1: story
2: was fake. No, <laughs> that that's all true. That's how ridiculous. Are you gonna it have stuff. your brother on next week? So,
0: do you have I... like a familial ass haunting?
2: Yes, I think I think it's both things. I think it's a haunting of that house, and as you said, an ass. ass haunting.
3: The bill uh, yeah. horse.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Peter, I'm, I'm used to hearing your stories about you know wood going in your ass, but I mean, that's.
0: <laughs> I was not expecting your story to take that turn. I know, I'm going to go ahead it. and throw that no, that's, out there. serious
2: <laughs> <that's, that's, laughs> story,
1: though. That's yeah, one of the live. scariest.
2: No, it's, it's it is a scary story. Um, I,
1: I, I know we're running long. I'm gonna. Um, I was gonna tell my little sleep paralysis story real quick. It happened in summer of 2018, and I was obviously laying in bed, and my closet was to the left of me. And like I said, I've I've had sleep paralysis happen to me probably at least three to five times in my life.
2: Oh shit.
1: And it's—I'm telling you, dude—you can't move. You can move your head a little bit.
3: I mean, dude, drugs will do that to you.
1: I mean, it it seriously feels like someone's pinning you down. Right. You can't. You can't. You can't scream. You think you're screaming, but you can't. Right. And you can't move. So anyway, so I'm laying there, and I know I'm pinned down, and I see something to the left of me in the closet. Don't know what it is. I just see something like a figure, something like that. Next thing I know. I'm up and the lights on. What? And in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm just, like when I kind of came to, I was like, dude, I just yelled so loud, I probably woke the, you know, I was in an apartment, I was like, I probably woke my neighbor up, I probably woke the person below me up, because I was, you know, like I, I, I came to and I was under the impression that I had yelled so loud and I jumped out of my bed, jumped on the floor, and I was like, like ready. I don't know what the fuck just happened. Jesus. So I came to and nothing was there. Um, obviously, but I but for some reason I got up and the light was on. So I have no idea. That's no good. Mm-hmm. So maybe I have had a paranormal experience before. But anyway, Everyone so I lay has. back into bed. I'm able to go back to sleep. Next morning, um, I get up, go take a shower, come back into my bedroom, and there's a fist-sized hole probably about, I don't know, eight inches or so above my head. And the reason i know it's fist size is because it perfectly fit my fist oh my god so i must have if, if shit was going down i must i must have been going out swinging because <laughs> i don't i don't remember that at all all i remember wow. was i remember i was pinned down i couldn't scream i saw something like in, in my closet in the corner of my eye next thing i know i'm up and i, I just remember yelling so fucking loud Oh my god.
2: But
3: like I don't know, I don't, I don't know if doing this stuff, but mentally you were thinking you were pinned down. In reality, in reality you could have been That's swinging and doing everything you thought you were trying to do, but you, yeah, didn't I don't know. Think you could.
1: I just I could have swore I yelled so loud, I don't remember punching the wall. Don't remember any of it. I got up Damn. and the light was on.
2: I mean I'd swing on a demon too, shit.
0: Well, uh, I've heard some things about sleep paralysis. (laughs) (laughs) It's that same concept where they're like, cannot move, cannot scream, cannot do anything. But a lot of people who have sleep paralysis, actually, it's it's this entity, if you will. It's like a shadow. But for some reason, a lot of people see the same image. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting that you say like this old woman Um, because I think that's actually one of them. I think there's several images, but people see the same one. But one, I've I've never had sleep paralysis. I never want it. I don't want to do that. It sounds terrifying. But other people who have it claim that they see um, the image of a man with a top mm -hmm. hat on.
2: Yes, that's one of them. Did you all ever experience that? No, that that wasn't
1: mine. Mine was just like, I just saw something big and just dark.
2: Yeah, old woman for me.
1: I don't recall a top hat The just old woman is
0: one. So and then a, it's a like man a, with a, a top hat. Yeah, it's a common... Like, if you reddit it, like... There's the Reddit King. I've, uh, you reddit it. There's, like, so many people who have sleep paralysis and say... The man in the, the top, top hat. hat visited me. Like, it's a very well-known... For some reason, it's always with sleep paralysis. They'll share... They'll have the same image for multiple people. They see the same thing. And it's always either this old woman this man like the it they don't see any distinguishing features but it's like the shadow of a man yeah, but totally it looks absolutely. like he's wearing a top hat but it's he's very looming like it's a huge looming very fearful like automatically we Fuck are that. very scared of this image yeah, that's horrible. yeah like it's, it's terrifying again. like yeah
1: it's it's quite possibly the scariest thing I've ever been through every every yeah. single time it's happened to me
0: that's no what doubt world, like they it's not only are you paralyzed but you're seeing something that's there yeah 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 your mind's like it is
3: absolutely real and then and then time goes by you're like was it real or was it not but you know it's like with with the dream you wake up you're absolutely convinced that dream was going on until a couple hours later and you're like what was that well what's weird again that that
0: was weird they'll say like i was conscious like i wasn't even dreaming like they'll say i was awake could not move i was awake
1: yeah you you know you know you're awake
0: yeah, like that's what's so scary about it. You, know you can't
1: you're like scream. To you can't move. Like you try and scream and it's like, like you can't scream. You physically Ooh, can't. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no,
3: I've only had those dreams where you're in a fight and you can't like get your It's arm. almost like you're underwater. The, the, the throw punch. Yeah. yeah. Or you can't run. Your legs are jello when you're trying to yeah, run. Yeah, you're,
2: you're like submerged but in yeah. pudding.
3: It's all, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But you're always, that's what I dream dream. About. I can't imagine feeling like I'm in pudding when I wake up
0: <laughs> I wrap. wake up in pudding I'm like what the fuck
3: <laughs> I don't want to experience that tonight it sounds awful
0: no but honestly it's like the people who have it it's it's not like a one time sorry but it's not a one time experience I don't know because yeah. you said it happened like one time but like, like what you're saying it's like a reoccurring thing mm. and it'll happen either like
3: Every once 21st every couple, of every month?
0: No, like some people say it will happen every so often or like once every couple of years. Or like sometimes it's like it's every night or it's yeah. every week. Like it's different for everybody. But everybody experience. this is what's so crazy. Everybody says, yes, I see that specific image. That's right. That's Aww. what's so it's like there's a,
3: there's there legitimately like a demon yeah. going around that just does this. It's, like, he's it's called like,
0: like and you can look it up. He's called like the, the top hat sleep paralysis demon. Like yeah. it's a very shared image that people see. Mm-hmm. I'm on, uh, I pulled up,
2: uh, right before we got on, I pulled up sleepfoundation.org and they have a little bit of information on it. It's actually, it's actually a lot of information, but I, I wanted to read a few of these, uh, cause I just spotted them a second ago. Uh, it's. It says uh, it has a section here titled "Cultural Depictions of Sleep Demons." While modern scientists consider sleep demons to be hallucinations, this is not the first or only interpretation of the phenomenon. Societies throughout history have developed their own explanations for these experiences, each stemming from a unique cultural context. So there's. Uh, I'm gonna. There's a bunch here listed, but I'm gonna read the first three because they stood out to me. The first one I can't tell if... uh, I can't tell what these letters are. It looks like L-I-L-I-T-U. Litu or something like that. Some of the earliest writing related to sleep paralysis comes from Mesopotamia around 2400 BC. These accounts refer to Litu, a female demon. Researchers believe that it is from this early folklore that the concept of incubus, succubus, and the nightmare descended. And then it goes into what... Uh, What is a nightmare Uh, in Europe during the Middle Ages? The term nightmare referred to a supernatural entity, typically female, that positioned herself on top of a person's chest. I know somebody this has happened to. It sits on your chest and you can't breathe to suffocate them. Uh, Medical explanations up to the 20th century suggested that a nightmare was caused by stagnant blood or vapors rising from the stomach and affecting the nervous system. (laughs) All right, last one. And I've heard this term before. This is the this one's called the agrog and the or aka the old hag. The old mm. hag phenomenon, also called agrog, was described by residents of Newfoundland in the 1970s. Believers attribute paralysis, pressure of the chest and other and other symptoms to blood that has stagnated, excessive work or an enemy who wants to harm the sleeper. So I guess, you know, nightmare kind of shit. Yeah. But uh, but it's like
3: culturally they're all the same.
2: Yeah, there's like typically a female uh, or this or the top female. hat character. Like you, uh, or,
3: you and I can have the same type of nightmare. Like I know what you're talking about. We had that same nightmare with that lady sitting on our chest. Yeah, sounds weird, but yeah.
1: Well, Peter, yeah could
2: it? could that be a real thing that just visits everybody, or is it just some psychological phenomenon?
1: Well, what if what if this lady happened to sit on your face? What would you call
2: that? <laughs> Tonight on Milf Island. No, I'm just kidding.
0: I mean, guilt Island. Gu- <laughs> <No>. Tonight. <laughs> you know, I've never had sleep paralysis, but I've had several dreams, nightmares. They're not dreams. Nightmares about an old woman, mm. and it's terrifying. Oh God, like, I wake up terrified, and they're. I won't go into them, but yeah. There is, they're, they're terrifying. So I've never I've, had that paralysis but I yeah, dream about an old lady. I have a
1: recurring dream once every I don't know maybe I don't know maybe once a year and it's always in a different place but I'm always trying to provoke like a spirit to show itself. So like for one mm-hmm. I, I specifically remember one dream we were in a house and whatever it was it was upstairs in this house. So I would be at the at the bottom of the stairs like yelling at it like like really provoking it cussing it out like you know come on you motherfucker like like really Green. trying to provoke it and you can see like lights going off and i can feel it in my dream i can feel the like i can feel scared in my dream and then there was yeah. another time it was in a field and it was like this huge like just huge tree with bushes around it and you could you know you couldn't see behind it and stuff and it was behind that and i'm in this fucking field like provoking it trying to get it to show itself and I have wow. that dream probably... And it's always in a different place. And I have that dream probably once a year.
0: Wow. It's, yeah, there, and it's
1: always scary.
0: Yeah. There, it's, I wonder... Um, dream analysis-wise, what the old hag would represent.
3: Don't
1: I don't know.
0: I'm always interested in, stuff, in dreams. You know you what? Right, uh, a dream? No.
3: You know, when I was uh, in high school, I used to be able to... Like summers. You know, you sleep in. Whatever. Yeah. And I could uh, I could have a dream, wake up, go back to sleep, have the same dream, wake up, and then purposely go back to sleep and continue the dream.
0: I've never had a lucid dream.
3: I could have like cycles where I could separate it, you know, and and uh, and I, I you know I've, so I've had like a lucid dream where I, I knew I was dreaming, and I would go to sleep, and it's like before you you physically go to sleep, you're already back into that dream, mm-hmm. and I would say you could control it. Like lucid dreams, you know, people could do all interesting stuff, but you knew you were dreaming. And you could influence your dream. You couldn't control it. You could influence it. So if you were having a cool dream, you could continue it. If you're having a nightmare, you didn't fucking go back to sleep.
0: Okay, challenge. If you're a lucid dreamer, if you're willing, you can ask the people in your dream something specific. And apparently it makes them really angry and they don't want to answer it. So... Yeah. So if you're dreaming, you're supposed to be able to ask, what day is it? And it makes all the people very angry, whoever you ask.
2: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. So I've never had a lucid dream, so I could never do this. All my dreams, despite how crazy they are, are reality in that time. Like, it's acceptable. I've never been able to yeah. lose a dream. My husband says he can lose a dream and he can control it. Like, he can say, oh, I'm dreaming. And then he just, like, totally takes control of his dreams, which I've never been able to do.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. I wish I could but do
0: that. I know. That sounds like a superpower.
3: Yeah, there's a difference. It's like, you know you're dreaming, but you can't control it. Oh, he's it's like a matrix. A dream, you
0: can yeah, it. he says he can, like, he can change the perspective.
3: There you go with that mic again. I,
0: it's in my face. I, I'm a hand talker. He can change the perspective of the dream and or he can, like, give himself certain things like objects like he can literally control his dream and minds are like I'll dream of a werewolf chasing me down the halls of the school and I'm like this is acceptable this is, re- <laughs> this is reality this is how this there is there's nothing wrong me. with this <laughs> but uh, but yeah if you can lucid dream and you can control if you run into your dream people you're supposed to be able to say what, what, day, is what day is it and that kind of bringing it back to making them come to They're reality makes supposed to make them very angry they don't like to rest in
3: that. It's weird. It's like your brain fighting against yourself. Almost,
0: yeah.
3: Uh, I can't lose a dream now with kids. You know, they wake up. You can't or like just sleeping, go, sleep. go back to bed. <laughs> I'm like just happy to sleep. go back to bed. like 1 and 2 p.m., you know, and then stay up late yeah. and stuff. And, and uh, that's I think that's when you kind of control. When you should be awake, but you go back to sleep, mm-hmm. that's when you can uh, control your dreams. Yeah.
2: According to my research, there seems to be a picture floating around of the sleep paralysis old hag demon. Yeah, Peter
1: just emailed this to me, so this might be a good note to end on. Um, we'll take a look at it real quick and get some oh, final thoughts. This so. is uh,
2: judging by what the uh, online community is saying, that this is a real picture of the sleep paralysis well, old hag. How do you hag... take a picture of a dream? If
0: it looks uh, like what I dream of, I'm going to lose it.
2: I I've, I just saw it. I think it's going to be pretty close. I think yeah, it's going to be pretty close. Oh, let me share the screen real quick. All right. It's could be
3: this could be Tick pic or something.
2: It's
3: going to be a joke.
2: (laughs) There was some coordination for that bit.
0: (laughs) Bravo. That was great. I was expecting an actual... It was still terrifying. It was scary.
2: Was it, was scary. It, was Scarer, it was scarier Biden. than you
0: could imagine. It was about as
3: <laughs> scary as Biden's chin this past weekend. Oh, yes, yeah, I
2: saw that.
3: Uh, you know, for anybody not uh, listening but not watching, that was a picture of Hillary uh, Clinton popped up on the screen. She was actually a bad <laughs> dude, apparently. So,
1: I think yeah, I chose I, a good picture for
3: that. that and, the, and the music behind it. Old dude,
2: Hillary Clinton sat on my great. chest.
3: <laughs>
2: sure All right. it's two enough. hours
3: 29 53 seconds
2: <laughs> almost said shat oh, almost <laughs> up. so oh uh
3: God. so yeah um, that was good
1: yeah i might uh, do this as a might do this as a two-parter um, episode so yeah. we got some really good uh good stories both legend wise and personal personal wise so um just real quick final thoughts do ghosts exist What's yes. what? Give me give me a percentage.
2: I'm going ninety five percent.
1: eighty. A- Amityville.
0: I'd say hundred percent. I think I ghosts are experience. real. No I had my that. experience. That's yeah, awesome. uh, ghosts ghosts are real. Now, do we have the exact scientific answers for that? No, I think it's out of our realm to really comprehend how they exist. But I think they're there. Either energy residual, whatever. I think they're totally real.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, as far as like just some sort of residual energy, I'm going hundred percent. We just gotta figure out how to capture it. So But so yeah, anyway, that's uh, that's ghost mm. stories. But like I said, Lance, are you about to say something?
3: I was gonna say the only reason I'm eighty is I've never personally experienced it, but that story that y'all shared tonight was pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. It's legit.
1: Yeah, we appreciate y'all uh, sharing that. I know it's some of it can be scary to talk about, so Oh yeah. But, Yeah, we'll uh, go ahead and sign off. So that's going to do it for Ghost Stories uh, tonight. We thank everybody for joining. Again, if you're listening on the podcast, go to the episode description so you can get all our social media links. Uh, Join us next time here on twitch.tv slash room2008ENT. We will see you all next time. Room 2008 is out.